Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. One of Passager's all-time favorite people, Ebby Malmgren, said this about writing in poetic forms. Writing in forms is like wearing a girdle. This episode of Burning Bright features two poems. You may hear the details of the form in the reading, but if you can't, you can see the poem in its written form by clicking on Transcript directly under this podcast's audio file on the Passager website. A Sestina is a 39-line poem with six stanzas of six lines and a final triplet. All stanzas have the same six words at the line ends in six different sequences that follow a fixed pattern, and all six words appear in the closing three-line envoi. Antoinette Kennedy lived for two years in a low-income hotel with three other nuns and 39 men, many of whom suffered from addiction, mental illness, and poverty. The 39 men, I assume, and not the three other nuns. Out of that experience came her poem, Sestina for a Soldier. Bill sits in a cramped downtown room and dreams of too many years walking, wearing boots on old terrain that began on a road near a shack where a boy paced in a room and timed the cruel distance from home to freedom. Tonight, in the dark, huge hands trace the face of his wristwatch, a prize, hands that glow green. Sometimes he wakes from the dreams of winning a garden hearth, and a home with a Lincoln shiny as black boots. The same hopes and pluck and good luck, with room to spare, pushing him, that boy, down the road, far out of Georgia, away from the road with signs marked colored only, and dark hands shoveling dung. Army's segregated rooms for boy left him flickering dreams of silver star, khakis pressed, combat boots laced high. Guns blazing, and back again home. In 42, he thought he'd found a home, but saw no combat, just shoveled shale roads. Enemy fire scarred him from waist to boots and forced him to settle for shrunken dreams of how to serve his country with dark hands. Wash, fold clothes, in the Army's laundry room. Wartime desegregated other rooms or wards and bandaged wounds and sent them home to nowhere. Not once did he nurture dreams of heading back to George's gutted road. In Korea, the army kept his hands warm, sorting overshoes for combat boots. Service done, he bought a pair of new boots, glossy ones, and walked upstairs to a room for one, too cold, too small. His two huge hands shined someone else's shoes, cleaned docks, called home a corner cafe, Sisters of the Road. Every day he ate cornbread worth his dreams. Bill dreams, in black and white, of rutted roads smoothed by time's hand, a firelit spacious room, and old boots standing finely at home. Sestina for a Soldier by Antoinette Kennedy, from Passager, Issue 69. Antoinette said she has a twelve-year-old Shih Tzu muse, whom she raised on Mozart, Tennyson, Yeats, and Emmy Lou Harris. A Terzanel is 19 lines long, with five triplets and a concluding quatrain. The middle line of each triplet stanza is repeated as the third line of the following stanza, 
and the first and third lines of the initial stanza are the second and final lines of the concluding quatrain. Got it? Here's Linwood Desard's Terzanel Wireless World, also from Passenger Issue 69. Press the remote and the day begins, with traffic and weather and news of the day. Talking heads talk of losses and wins. Syrians surge and candidates have their say. Everyone everywhere is somehow connected with traffic and weather and news of the day. Babies are born and taxes collected. Chatterers chatter and recharge their phones. Everyone everywhere is somehow connected. No more attached than anonymous drones, sinless and guilt-free, untouched by caresses. Chatterers chatter and recharge their phones. At the end of the day, what can impress us in a wireless world free of passion and pain, sinless and guilt-free, untouched by caresses? Only more and more our constant refrain in a wireless world free of passion and pain. Press the remote and the day begins. Talking heads talk of losses and wins. Wireless World, Lynn Desard. Lynn said that her husband, children, and grandchildren all have expertise in the worlds of information and journalism. As I said earlier, if you couldn't hear the structural details of each poetic form as I read it, you can see the poem in its written form by clicking on Transcript directly under this podcast's audio file on the Passager website. To subscribe to or learn more about Passager and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and various other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the Passager staff, I'm John Shore. 